Well, we're three weeks away from the start of Super Rugby. A few pre-season games starting to take place. The Chiefs have got their first pre-season game next Friday night. This coming Friday night, excuse me. They take on uh, the Blues and Waihee. Uh, and as we've seen a lot after Rugby World Cup cycles, we see a lot of players go away, finish their time in New Zealand, brings her a lot of exciting young talent. One guy who is going against that trend and come back is former All Black first five over 50 caps for New Zealand, Aaron Crude, and he is back. He's signed a one-year deal with the Chiefs, having left uh, at the end of the 2017 season after the British and Irish Lions series. Aaron Crude joins us now, having completed his first week of training with the Chiefs. How's the body, old man? Yeah, hey, Nige. The, uh, the body's actually surprisingly bounced back really well. Um, you know, as you said, it was the first week back in with the boys this week, and um, yeah, there's a lot of young guys, young whippersnappers running around and keeping me on my toes, but um, uh, it was an exciting first week and a uh, good one to get under the belt. Were there a few things, though, that just, just felt the same as when you left? I mean, could you see a little bit of... Yeah, I guess the legacy that the championship sides that you were involved with and Dave Rennie, can you still see some of that sort of floating around Rokura? Yeah, I think you can. Um, you know, although, yeah, those, those titles that we won, they're a few years ago now, um, when you, when you think about it. And, you know, hopefully this year, uh, this season, um, this Chiefs team can, can write a little bit of its own story but I certainly think when you're around Ruakura and you're around Chiefs HQ you can still certainly see some of those uh, some of those memories some of those trademarks and those traditions that were set up during that time that are still there but at the same time I think you can see some of um, some of that new style some of that new flavour that's being brought into the mix as well which for me coming back is really exciting it's stimulating um, and yeah, I just can't wait to sort of rip into things fully and for the season to start. Well, one of the reasons why we got you on today is I do want to talk a little bit about French rugby because we hear a lot about the French club competition, but we see a fair bit of it now via the, the various portals that are available, be it via TV, be it via online. But I'd love to get your experience, I guess, as someone who has come back from France because we don't often see players return from that part of the world to continue playing. I guess, first of all, just overall as an experience for yourself, for your wife, now your new daughter, congrats on that, by the way, as well. Just yeah, thanks, what, mate. what was it like just you know, being a rugby player and being part of that French club rugby environment? Yeah, it was, um, it was really cool, actually. Like, we really enjoyed our experience over in France. Um, obviously, yeah, where we were based, down in Montpellier, the south of France, right on the Mediterranean Sea there. Um, the location was superb. Weather was incredible. Um, and even, yeah, the rugby, I, I, I think it's competitive. Um, it's obviously the style of rugby is very different to, I guess, what we have here in New Zealand and around the southern hemisphere. Um, but that's due to a lot of things, I think. You look at it and... In theory, it's an 11-month season when you're over in France. Um, you're with that same group of guys for the whole time compared to, you flip that to, I guess, New Zealand rugby. Generally, players are in a super rugby environment, and then after that, they go respectively either to international duties with the All Blacks or other teams, or might attend cups. So they're getting a different stimulus throughout the season. Whereas, obviously, in France and in Europe, you're with that same group, that same club side, for a full 11 months. So that brings different challenges as well. 
um, not only for, for the players, but for the coaches and for the strength and conditioning staff, I guess to keep things stimulating um, throughout the whole season. So it was, in terms of that side of things, mate, I think that was a real eye-opener for me. Um, it was really interesting, but... Yeah, it was. It was really. It was a really cool experience to be able to go and do that. To live, I mean, in France for two and a half, nearly three years, um, and experience a different rugby style, a different culture. You know, obviously, different fans that are extremely passionate. The French people are so passionate as well. So uh, it was really cool to to get that experience. Do the fans support? Well, they appear to support differently to New Zealand. You talk about their passions and and. I know having been over there and watched French teams play against All Blacks team, the, the people in the stand aren't backwards at telling you what they think, uh, even though you may not understand it. Um, they clearly do have... From that point of view, you know, was that a little bit different to maybe some of the support that you got in New Zealand, or was it just a different way of being supported? Yeah, it was. It, it's, that's a great question. It's really interesting. What have I probably experienced over the years? Um, you have your your true rugby fans. So, you, yeah, obviously a lot of French people love rugby. They really get into it and they're your, your sort of true rugby fans. Then also you have a lot of fans that um, I would say um, just love an event. They love to get out. They love to um, experience different things. So you have a bit of a contrast within the stadiums of true rugby fans, which, as you said, they're not afraid to tell you what they think. They're also not afraid to, in a way, tell the refs what they think about <laughs> certain calls at the same time. <laughs> but I suppose in saying that, you get that around around the world in, in any competition too, don't you? But, um, yeah, and then you also, as I alluded to, you have a, a couple of, well, a lot of fans there that, you know, they're just there for a good time to view a great game of rugby, just get a true experience, you know, over in France and around Europe, the, the stadiums are full with um, band members that are playing live music, and you know it's a it's a true event, it's a real experience. And for me, that was that was quite cool and quite interesting to experience while I was over there as well. We're speaking with Aaron Cruden, who is uh, back from spending his time with Montpellier playing uh, club rugby in France. He's back with the Chiefs for the 2020 Super Rugby season, which gets underway in three weeks' time. Uh, Aaron, tell us a little bit about, I guess. Weight of expectations, because, again, we hear a lot about some of these club owners. You worked for a gentleman who is a, a billionaire, uh, Mohed Eltrad, uh, was the owner of, of Montpellier. Uh, and these guys are, are very vocal, particularly in the media. I mean, what is it like, I guess, dealing with uh, owners who are so vocal and also, I guess, the weight of expectation that they put on you? Yeah, I think... Um Obviously, when international players come into to any side, there's always a bit of a weight of expectation. And um, for me personally, you know, I, I have high expectations of myself as well. So I think, in a way, you need to be aware that those expectations are there, but at the same time, go through your processes, be able just to try and um, not put too much pressure on yourself and, and just go through your processes to be able to succeed and try and play well. And as you said, obviously, in in the top 14, the French competition, all of the clubs are privately owned, which is different to the New Zealand system. So there's expectations there as well from the owners, 
um, from the presidents of the club who, I guess, you know, they want results. They want to be competitive. They want their teams to be winning. So um, I think you get all of that and I think the teams and the players that are able to probably cope with that well generally are able to succeed and sometimes those expectations can be you know a little bit daunting but I guess that's the challenge of um, your team that's the challenge of the group to be able to just level those expectations out and just get out there and, and sort of execute your plan on the field. Did, did it get tough though for you personally at any point Aaron I mean you had a little run there uh, through of, through injuries I mean how tough was that period of your time there? Yeah that was just um for me, it was more frustrating, um, probably, to be honest. It was, yeah, it was a little difficult period. And obviously, when you go to a new club or you go to a new, any new work environment, you want to be able to contribute. You want to be able to, I guess, um, put your own spin on things and uh, bring your bit of flavour. And, um, yeah, when I wasn't able to probably do that due to the injuries and, and missing a few games, it was frustrating. But, um Again, I just went through my processes, tried to remain as calm as possible, and then when I did get back out on the field, um, try and contribute and sort of play well for my teammates. And, and yeah, I, I felt I was able to do that, um, I guess, once I was able to get over those injuries, injury concerns. Much of a Kiwi community over there in terms of, I mean, when you get the opportunity, like if you come up against Toulon, I mean, are you getting stuck into Liam Messam verbally? That sort of a thing? <laughs> Oh, look, I always think when you come up against former teammates or, you know, some of the other Kiwi boys, there's always a little bit of friendly banter or um, a few words exchanged. But then after the game, it's it's really cool because um, you always have an aftermatch. You sort of go along, you sit down with some of your old teammates or friends and, you know, you just chew the fat, talk to them about, obviously, their experience as well over in France, but also just check in on how the family is and uh, how things are going. So, as you said, there's a lot of Kiwis and a, a lot of foreigners running around around the world at the moment, so it's always nice if you can catch up with them. And you're going to be playing next Friday night, or possibly playing, we don't know what the go is there, Waihi Beach. You're looking forward to that experience and being involved in it. That's a bit of a change from the south of France, my friend. Yes, it is. It is a bit of a change. But now, of course, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know... Especially being able to take a game out there, um, you know, why he being part of the Chiefs region and pre-season, hopefully we'll get a good crowd and um, there'll be some good free-flowing rugby. It's nice and early. It's certainly a nice, nice early start to the season, but um, nah, it should be a good one. As one of the senior players of the Chiefs, do you get like you know one of the guest bedrooms at Gaddy's Batch, or do you just like get a, <laughs> a big tent out on the back? What's the go? Well, <laughs> we're actually. We've been told we all need to bring tents, we need to bring mattresses, so uh, it's quite good. Uh, the onus is on the players to um, organise ourselves, and uh, yeah, hopefully one of the young young players has a, um, a, a uh, spare mattress for me. Mate, that sounds outstanding. Aaron, really appreciate your time. Lovely to have you back involved in New Zealand and Chiefs rugby. I look forward to catching up with you throughout the Super Rugby season of 2020. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Nige. Take it easy, mate.